Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in May and June, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Hoyo de Monterey Double Coronas, Partagas Aliados, H. Upman Half Coronas, and Monte Cristo Open Eagle. And for New Worlds, we've got Davidoff, Winston Churchill, and Bellicoso, Diamond Crown, Julius Caesar, TAA Shark, 2023, Liga Pravada, T-52 in Corona Viva, and Davidoff, Late Hour in Robusto, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. All right, boys, let's talk about our presenting sponsor, Fabrica 5. Oh, yeah. It's a handcrafted and artisan story with the strong foundation of Rob Isla from Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame with Hamlet Paredes, Master Blender, and Cuban Cigar Legend. Love you, Rob. They're already fantastically priced, but exclusive to Lizard listeners, they can get 10% off Con Anazo 5-packs and 25-count bundles starting right now. Using code LIZARDN6. That's coupon code LIZARDN6. What is Carlos Anzo says it? <laughs> <laughs> you can get worldwide free shipping as well on all orders over $125 US. The website is Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. That's right. The more you buy, the more you save. Exactly. And it's important to note, boys, the Cononazzo is the same size. Siglo 6. Siglo 6. Can't wait exactly, to try it. From Cohibo. Oh, yeah. These cigars are crafted and refined by feedback from a hard-nosed tasting panel, the FOH community, and customers. That's How hard-nosed you. were you on that tasting yeah. panel? <laughs> yeah. I was pretty hard-nosed. You know, you are an elite insider. <laughs> Right. Did, did you retrohale? I just want to make sure you did. You can literally jump on the FOH forum right now and post detailed reviews that go straight to the powers that be. And you can tell Gizmo every <laughs> note that you got that he didn't Correct. from the retrohale. And Gizmo likes to get calls at 2 a.m. in bed. <laughs> Be part- <laughs> Become part of the FOH community today. Fabrica 5 is direct from the farm in Honduras to your hand, and they ship out of Miami, so there's no customs nightmare, which is awesome. That's awesome. Oh, Pagoda, you're safe. (laughs) Fair enough, you know. (laughs) Again, use code LIZARDN6, all one word, no space, for 10% off Cononazzo, five packs, and 25-count bundles starting right now at Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. Free shipping on orders over $125 U.S. Must be 21 years of age or older to order. Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards Podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Rooster, Puba, Senator Pagoda, and Bam Bam. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some cognac, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 42nd official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cupid cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We enter Rooster's Connoisseur Corner to review a 50-year-old stick. Puba shares his cognac burger recipe and Rooster questions, giving out nice cigars at parties, all among a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair Remy Martin XO Cognac with the Los Tatos Deluxe Delirios. A very aged Parejo tonight on the pod, the Los Tatos Deluxe Delirios. We boys have entered Rooster's Connoisseur Corner. Well, that's right. This is where the habit gets dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Going right to the danger zone right now. We're in the danger zone, baby. We're doing cognac. <laughs> XO. We're doing cognac XO. We're doing pre-embargo <laughs> shit. <laughs> Let's go, Matt. You whip your head back like you're in a uh, convertible. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we are in the danger zone <laughs> with this beautiful 40 ring gauge by four and seven eighths inches. Again, 50 year old cigar. So, the very special night tonight on the pod. Rooster, thanks for uh, mm-hmm. bringing these in. Yeah, my pleasure. Let's cut this thing. See, thanks. we're getting on the cold draw. This beautiful little cigar. Oh, wow. Draw is wide open. I can't wait. I've never had a cigar that was 
earlier than like I think the, the oldest cigar I've had is from like 1998. Me too. I've never had anything I think that earlier than uh, that. There's a Diplomatico Lancero yes. that I had, yeah. 98. Fantastic. Very sweet. It is sweet. Dare I ask how much these are? I'll tell you when you Venmo me. <laughs> oh, shit. Are we We're doing definitely going to Venmo him. Absolutely. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Going to write a check. You can really <laughs> taste the age on the cold draw. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's musty. It's... There's an odd sweetness there that I can't a bit. quite call out. Not much else, though. No. You know, I was, I was wondering if this is going to taste like the uh, Partagas Colebra that we had. That mm. had a lot of age on it. Let's hope that was so. really smooth. Yeah, and delicious. Mm, it doesn't yeah. taste like that on the cold draw. It tastes like some sort of yeah. old Fig Newton or something. Mm. All right, boys, let's light this thing. The Los Tatos Deluxe Delirios. Again, it's a 40 ring gauge by four this is where and seven eighths inches. Sorry. This there is where go. a single flame lighter yeah. is ideal. These ST yeah. DuPonts are perfect for this little thing. For such a delicate Cuban of this age. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to burn the the wrapper. No. Just want to toast the end. Smoke so, smoke slow, boys. Rooster, where did you uh how did you decide to I know you've kind of had your eye and you've been kind of accumulating some pre-embargo stuff, but how did how did this one become of interest to you? I don't know, it came up and uh I was curious. I I you know, messaged the seller if he could tell me a little bit about it. And this guy really does collect a lot of pre-embargo stuff. I mean, that's predominantly what he smokes yeah, on, a, on, a, on a daily basis. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he said, listen, you got you to gotta try it. Um, it's a great morning smoke, medium, not heavy, not really an after-dinner smoke. But, uh, but try it. So, you know, so I give, I'll give it a shot. It well, came in a 10-pack in, awesome. in, a, in a box. What, what's and he um, said, Sorry. Uh, go ahead. What's everybody getting here? On the light, I've it's it's very very cool, very different. There's a like a menthol grassy type thing. I don't know. There's a, there's a, a an odd sweetness that's covering the coat of my mouth, like the roof of my mouth. Mm. Um, I don't know. I get spearmint. Is that it's weird? Very cool. My taste buds I, must be off. I'm not getting no, spearmint. Did I'm you not getting any mint. But. <laughs> I get a little bit of what Bam's describing. Oh, you're getting it too? I do. I'm not getting that. I well, do. maybe like a little grassy note. A bit, yes. I, I get the grassy and, it, and it really is. It's a little minty. Faint spearmint type thing. Mm -hmm. Very faint. Menthol. It is very unique. Unlike anything I've ever smoked. I will say the smoke is creamy. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is very oh. creamy. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, it's like it's, it's like nothing I've ever had before, yeah. really. I, I'm trying to even draw... Like the aroma out of the uh, out of the smoke. Yeah, it's it's it's. I keep saying oh, yeah. the word sweet, but it kind of smells sugary. So that's the funny thing. The smoke smells sugary and sweet, but the draw, a little grass and a little spearmint, maybe a bit of uh, I don't know, slight tobacco. I mean, it definitely tastes like vintage old oh, tobacco, oh, yeah. right? No doubt about it. It does, but the sweet flavors you're talking about. It, it, it's almost like some sort of baked good yes. on the finish. Like I, I when you just yeah. the flavor you get on the finish, I feel like I'm sitting in a bakery and I just took a bite of some sort of pastry. You know what's funky is I get like a pecan mapley thing on the back back end of this thing. Yeah, it, that that's an interesting call out. Way back. I, in I feel the like end. I don't get that kind of sugary thing in no. the back of my mouth, and I'm getting it here. Yeah, I wouldn't call that mapley thing sugary or sweet. It's just a, a note. Like a maple type of pecan thing, I'm I, getting. I think pecan is a very good note. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Complex. Cigar. Very complex. Yeah. It is amazing to me that a cigar that sat for 50 years can, and obviously it needs to be kept well. So let's, right. let's say that. It has to be kept well. But, you know, I can't, I can't believe that a cigar can sit for 50 years and still increase in flavor like this. I mean, as opposed to, you know, have a peak and fall off. I mean, we don't know how well it was, how good it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago, but um, it, this is pretty incredible to me that this is not smoking dead or... The condition is the fantastic. oils are gone. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's 
Yeah, you you would never know by looking at this cigar that this has been you know, aging for fifty. Do years. You, it, it looks pristine. I think the only thing that gives it away is the the band. Yeah, mm. that's it. Yeah, I mean the wrapper is kind of it's a little toothy. It's not yeah. it's not the best looking wrappers. It's not really that smooth. Mm-hmm. But the flavor out of this is and the burn is is so far. I mean, it's the burn it's, is excellent. To your point about smoking slowly, I think if you blow through this, I think it's really going to do this cigar a disservice. I'm looking at ashes. Everyone looked at Bam and Pagoda. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, smoke I'm slow. right with you, I think. Yeah, got to smoke, smoke, smoke slow. Yeah. So I'm counting from 100 backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so these, these were discontinued in 2005, this entire line. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I think it's, it was introduced in the 1940s. And after... 1980, these became machine-made. I think they made about four or five different uh, Batolas. So we're, we're going off of the same information, which there's not much. There's not a lot, yeah. But, uh, you know, pulled this from uh, Minron Nee's uh, Encyclopedia of Post-Revolution Havana Cuban Cigars. And uh, there's only one page on it. Where uh, and Upman in the book, or Partagas, there's pages and pages and pages. There's quite literally half a page on the history of Los Tatos de Lux. Um, but yeah, there were, there were a total of seven, seven uh, Vitolas in this line. And like you said, it was discontinued. Um, what was 2005. It? 2005. Right. Introduced in 1940. And then until uh, about 1980, they were uh, hand-rolled. And then after 1980s, they were machine-made. Yep. Um, and... Uh, I mean, you obviously want to try the handmade ones as opposed to the machine-made ones, but uh, is there a real difference? Uh, there is because the machine-made ones are short filler tobacco. I mean, these are actual leaves that are rolled. Yeah, that that whatever that minty hint has gone away from me. Now. It's gone. Same now. I'm actually getting baking spice. Yeah. Yeah. Like cinnamon or nutmeg. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, that's what the guy mentioned. And he said that, you know, it's, you'll get nutmeg and very creamy notes, leather, I'm still vintage. On pe- I got pecan all the way for me, yeah. which I like. I do like that. What do you, do you get any notes in this? Well, notes, not the notes, but could you compare this to anything else we've had before? Mm. No. I would say no. I mean, if I was forced to, I would probably say... It's got a touch of Upman just because of the baking spice thing. Kind of like an Upman sweetness to this. That's yeah. where I would go. That's, that's the only thing I would call out. Yeah. Maybe it does kind of ring. Um, it does kind of ring uh, like the, a little bit of the Partagas thing in the, the, the Colebra that we had, the Age Colebra. There's a touch of that. There's something there that's similar to me, but I wouldn't call this Partagas like, mm. you know? I don't get that. Yeah, I wouldn't say Partagas like, I mean, I think maybe the thing you're thinking of that I, I could see in common is that was a very creamy cigar, and this is definitely creamy as well with all that age. But the flavor profile, I definitely think leans Upman. Um, and yeah. even, uh, it, it's it's different, but the Upman Anahatos, I think of, because there's that nuttiness to the cigar, it's a different nuttiness than this has, that you know pecan flavor that we're talking about, but... Um, and cream. This is good. Yeah, and the, the, it has a creamy, velvety smoke, which also a really good Upman tends to have sometimes. So the construction is impeccable. It's fantastic. This. Yeah, this is incredible. Yeah. yeah, it is smoking very light for me, very mild. Maybe a bit toward the medium. Yeah, bodied, but it's mild. Yeah. yeah, I think it would it would definitely be a good morning afternoon smoke. Right, and I will say the. This amazing liquor that we're drinking tonight, I think it overpowers it just a bit. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah, I don't think so. No? I think the delivery of this cognac is actually quite... Uh, well, the cognac's so delicious. So we're having the, uh, the Remy XO cognac tonight. It's and, so uh, smooth and there's literally no heat to it. To me, I actually think it sets up pretty nice with the cigar. I, I agree, and I think the flavor notes in this cognac in particular complement this stick really well. It was funny, when we lit this cigar, Puba, maybe it was a cold draw, said, you got old Fig Newton, and <laughs> in the the, the, the the cognac, I get a little bit of fig. Um, 
some nuttiness that I also think pairs well with this. So I think flavor profile-wise, profile okay. they work really well. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's Because the delivery of the cognac, there's like a viscosity to it that kind of coats your mouth. And the delivery is just so smooth and and easy going, like so kind of relaxing that it complements how the kind of the smooth and easy going yeah. Um, smoke from I mean, the cigars. If this were a younger spirit, it would, I think, then completely overpower it if it was something with a bite. But I think a cigar this special deserves a really refined pairing. And um, I think this was an, an excellent choice, Puba. Yeah, great choice, Puba. And the, I got to say, I've never had this. We, you know, obviously, we, we had cognac a few weeks ago on the pod for the first time. That was really my first foray into it. So I've had no experience. But I didn't realize the bottle was as ornate as it is. I mean, it's got these really, really crazy ridges around it. It's almost like a jug, like Puba said when we were passing around. It's like a jug of really fine cognac. It's a jug of cognac. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's fantastic. Really what's, good. So what's the price on that one? Here in, with tax in New Jersey, it was like 187 Okay. Oof. Something like that. So anywhere else, it would be 200 all day. Yeah. Mm. Because the taxes in some of the states that have higher income tax and or lower income tax but higher sales tax, they're going to nail you on the sin tax. Yeah. Like in Florida, it would be like $220 or something like that, probably. Wow. You know wow. what I mean? That is a big swing. Yeah, is I mean, there an age statement on this? So all uh, XO cognacs are uh, minimum six years aged. Okay. Um, and we've talked about this, but sort of like, you know, tequila or other things that we've done in the pod, they're each, each, each acronym has an age statement that uh, sort of corresponds to it. So VS mm -hmm. being two years, VSOP being four years, XO being six years, and that's kind of the top of the line. And I think for single malt scotch, you know, I would compare this in the category of like 18 years single malts. Those are Got usually it. around the same price point, around 180 a bottle for most of them. So um, I think it's in that class. What I find interesting, have you retrohead uh, this cigar yet? I have, and I'll do it, it right now. It is incredible. I mean, it really enhances the baking spice and the things we were talking about. Really fantastic. Oh, it's really nice through oh, the nose. It's awesome. I did actually when I push push it through the nose, I'm getting more of the minty thing. I don't get that. I get the le less of the mint's gone for me, but I get more of the baking spice when I do the retro hell. Mm. Fantastic. It's delicious. Pagoda, yeah, what do you super think? Good. Yeah. Because you 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 normally like like you know full flavored cigars. I mean, this I'm is, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. I felt that I've had something very similar before. I can't pinpoint it, but it does leave a very uh, pleasant taste in the mouth. I feel that there's some kind of a really good flavoring which is left, which is like the baking spices a little bit. I get a little bit of saltiness, and um, I meaning I'm really enjoying it. By the way. It's, it feels like a celebration, right? You're having yeah. your cognac and uh, such a wonderful cigar. Thank you. Thank you, Rooster. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you, Rooster. Yeah, yeah, thank it, you. it does have a, it tastes Cuban. I mean, it has that salty, like minerally thing going on kind of in the background. On top, you've got these dessert flavors. I mean, it does, if you smack your lips, it's not like as salty as a, as a partagus or something like that, but yeah, it's the there. It's there, but everything's kind of, everything is kind of like come together into one. So it makes for this like very complex um, affair. And it and gets really it gets better. Enjoy I think enjoyable. It gets and yeah. I don't find it too light, you know, like yeah, it's I, I wouldn't necessarily have it at meaning I would have it at, or in the afternoon. And, right. But yeah. I mean, definitely not a post dinner smoke, you know. No, no. No, but yep. I think what I'm what I'm liking is that when this started, I would say it was mild, and now I think it's settling into medium, yeah. which is a great yeah. place that has a lot of utility. Um, so I, I really like that. The other thing I'm noticing about this cigar, I mean, for how small the the size and ring gauge of this is, the combustion is really great. Yeah. As I'm yeah. forcing myself to smoke this slower, <laughs> I'm right every there time with I you. take a puff, just clouds of smoke mm -hmm. are just billowing out. Yeah. It's awesome. It's creamy. There's a viscosity to the smoke. There's a creaminess to the smoke. There's a viscosity to this to this cognac. And they're both very smooth. So for me, 
um yeah we're in the danger zone this is like you know <laughs> this could this could this could cost you a lot of money to get your checkbook ready get your checkbook ready because this is uh some high-end shit I, i'm not gonna lie um it's good i mean it's certainly really relaxing like to me um this is like relaxation at its best i mean this is like very relaxing thing to to go through with the cognac and this this pre-embargo cigar i mean wow i was gonna say that the i same just feel thing. like put my head back yeah i feel like yeah. i feel like my vibe is totally chilled out since we lit the cigar it's it's very elegant and relaxing and with the cognac it's just like my heart rate is probably at about 60 right now we're yeah. very happy to hear that yeah, yeah that good, good for you mine hasn't been my resting heart rate hasn't been 60 since i was probably 12. <laughs> um no but it is and i think like I, you know, I had a long day today. I, I did a lot of stuff at work. I, it was long, you know, like I, and, and this whole experience is like, it really is very relaxing because I've kind of pivoting out of my day into this. I'm like, okay, you know, this is pretty therapeutic. Yeah. This is pretty therapeutic. This word. is pretty good. Like this is like a massage of sorts. So I think this cigar must be smoked indoors. Oh, yeah. yeah. I agree. That's a great point. Oh, that's yeah. a great point. Yeah. yeah great yeah. point. Because yeah. to what I was saying before about the combustion, like you get so much of that smoke and just the aroma that you get is incredible. You want to capture that. Exactly. I wish I, I, yeah. wish I could take yeah. a bath in this smoke. Yeah. Like just <laughs> wallow in it for an hour. A like, shower. A shower. You should just lock yourself in a closet. <laughs> I should. I should. Or smoke, smoke in your car with the windows closed. There you go. Hotbox yourself. <laughs> but it is a good point because even last night, uh, it was a really calm summer night. Very calm. Like no wind. Uh, and I had a few Cubans and it was very relaxing. You know, the smoke was kind of sticking right with me as it yep. would in a lounge or even in here. Uh, but I still don't think I would smoke this outside. No. Yeah. It's an indoor smoke. Yeah, agreed. No, you don't take a cigar from 1970 and smoke it, you know. <laughs> Some of these guys on the, on the forum <laughs> smoke out. They're taking on, on the, the golf course. On the golf oh, course. Listen, they're smoking Some of these what grand reservas on the golf course. What a mistake. Course. What a mistake. <laughs> I think a lot of that's posturing. I agree with For you. the camera. Yeah, it's a lot of... A lot of uh, I think those are just like uh, photo ops. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are not cut. Not lit. But anyway. Hey, by the way, my brother-in-law, who's not a cigar smoker, has been listening to our pod. Nice. He's listened nice. to every single one. Really? He goes up to me. He goes, Rooster, I really like the pod. I'm like, <laughs> just came out of the blue. You know, and That's he's awesome. listened to every single one. I need a refill. So is he going <laughs> to start smoking cigars soon or what? I don't know. I don't know. He's got a... He's got a little bit of a health issue, so uh, I'm not understood. sure if they This is good. I mean, this the, is good. It's really good. It's Shit. super duper. Can, can I just say, <sighs> is cognac not awesome? I mean, it's fantastic. It's, awesome. it's a world I knew nothing it about. It gets such a bad rap these days. Look at this. Does it, I mean, I guess it does. It's just not like people don't order it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going on my why. second glass. That's unusual for me. This, yeah. is, this is amazing. Pa pass that, that yeah. piece pipe around. Yeah, baby. I mean, this is not Hennessy. Puff, 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 yeah, puff it's, pass. It's not Hennessy. This is I mean, this the, is high-end uh, cognac. It's true, but the funny thing is you say that about Hennessy, and I, I think I mentioned this on another pod how I just have a really negative perception of Hennessy because you see this stuff in nightclubs. But, I mean, they're the oldest, like, cognac house right. in, in France. I mean, their history is actually really, really decorated. Um, so I think at some point we should try some of the higher-end Hennessy right. stuff that they make because I'm sure it's actually very good, but... I got to give props to Pagoda. Look at his cigar. Well done, Pagoda. Look at that. Taking his time, long ash. Fantastic. Impressive. Absolutely impressive. I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, it's really nice. I'm going a little fast. You I, always do. I admit that. But, you know, I find when I have to take my time with a cigar, like Puba said, it's, it just it decompresses you. It drops your heart rate. It's, it's amazing. But what's in, you know what's interesting about this, though? Sorry to interrupt you there, Puba. But... We didn't have a pre-pro discussion, just for the listener. We didn't have a discussion like, "Hey, we got to smoke this slow or mm. take this easy." Or, you know, it, it it this cigar has set the tone tonight. Yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's really interesting. It is interesting. You know, I, I would say generally when it's a uh, smaller ring gauge cigars, 
you, you kind of want to smoke them slow because they'll get hot. Sure. But yeah, don't, listen, we did that. Um, we did the Pour Guaranaga, uh Petite Corona. We, we didn't. None of us were intentionally smoking that slowly, and that thing lasted an hour, wow. 15 yeah. minutes yes, for it, us. Yes, it did. For us. I find that to be a bit denser than this. The pack is denser. Yeah, yeah. So if you have cognac sitting around the house, um, I used to make this all the time, and I forget where I got the recipe. It was on a cooking show or something. Um, you know what it goes really, really well in? A burger, the cognac burger. Let me, let me explain. So what you do is you take like a tablespoon and a half or so of cognac and you mix it into a pound of ground beef. So it's two tablespoons or whatever if you do two pounds. And then you take a couple teaspoons or so to taste of Dijon mustard and you chop up uh, some chives and you throw that in and you make this cognac burger. Nice. And I got to salt, pepper. Wow. I got to tell you something, man really 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 good and the, actually the way i make them when are we coming over uh what you do with this particular burger and i'm not a well-done burger guy but what i do with this particular burger is is i make them a little on like the fatter side and you use 80 20 but take just a little bit of butter and you put it in the middle and just cook it slowly like all the way through so it, 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 it's, so it's well done. It can be medium well, whatever. But the butter through it and you, with the cognac, I'm telling you, it comes out <laughs> so good. I used to make these all the time. It's called the cognac burger. Sounds I got to look the recipe up where I got it. It was from the Food Network or something. And I used to make it all the time. And I would just get cheap cognac at the store to, 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 to you know, to throw in there. It worked out really well. Even see for desserts, they'll flambe sort of table side, like to make a bananas foster or something. I, cognac's very useful cooking wise. Wait, yeah. Cognac is in bananas foster? I don't it's think so. A, it's usually it's, rum. You could use rum, oh, cognac. Oh, yeah. I mean, any I did of those not know spirits. that. Okay. Yeah. I really like bananas foster. I love. That's a great dessert. Love, it's an old school uh, you know, at a restaurant. Like yes, they, bananas you know, foster. Like, like a so restaurant good. that does like Caesar salad, like yes. table yes. side. Oh, I like that. Like bananas foster. Oh, you can choose how much anchovy you want in it. Oh, I like man. I love bananas foster and I love table side Caesar salad. It should all come back along with cognac. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I love that. So there's a place in Boca called Arturo's, not Arturo's up here, but down there. They make bananas, Foster's, tableside. They also do a tableside Caesar, and they are fantastic. And the mo this place is not there anymore, but also the Colony uh, Tennis Club, which is, of course, gone, where Nick Bolateri ran his tennis school. It's now been torn down, and they're building something. I believe it's like a huge Four Seasons or something on Longboat Key down where my dad lives and uh but the colony had did a tableside caesar sin we'd always split it we'd go in okay me and you me and you me and nobody else we're getting the, we're splitting the we're splitting this caesar salad yes got it okay and then he'd go all right for for dinner they did a a, a double lobster tail deep fried in tempura batter it was absolutely outstanding wow yeah with like an israeli couscous or something on the side it was fucking great and we'd, so we'd have the Caesar salad, the twin fried lobster tails, and then bananas foster for dessert. I wow. mean, it was like my favorite meal of all time. <laughs> wow. Because of the nostalgia of it. We got to do a food podcast, boys. That was a great, great meal. But, you know, the place I'm is hungry. gone now. <laughs> what, a, what a meal. What a meal. You can't get that anywhere. No. I haven't seen table side Caesar salad. I can't tell you how long. Even forget COVID. I'm years before COVID. I haven't seen it. You, you know, it's 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 under. You got to take a little bit of the anchovy and the garlic and the salt, and you do it. And then they take an egg, a little hot sauce, a little Worcestershire. Just you take the, the oil, yep. whisk little, little it up. Lemon juice. Black, lots of black pepper, lemon juice. You got a Caesar, man, like fresh. Yeah, dude. There's nothing the worse. All right, let me let me let me put up an argument for you. There's nothing worse to me than getting a Caesar salad with creamy dressing. I think a creamy dressing like that's cream based as opposed to oil, mm. that's a that's a that's a killer for me. Mm. 
Well, yeah, but you also have. I want a purist. I want you, a purist. I know, but you also have a food vendetta against things that and have like dairy, <laughs> like ranch, vendetta. whatever the fuck it is. You're against cheese. And I shit. don't eat any dairy, but that's beside the point. I, I well, it has no. It's not because the ranch is like. I don't know. Ranch is that's a no. non-factor here. Oh. No. I like ranch. No, that's not. I thought there was like buttermilk or something. I'm out on ranch, but ranch I don't mi- I don't mind a creamy Caesar. From time to time, I like a creamy Caesar as well. I love Caesar. And and, yeah. and Grinder loves Caesar. We just text each other about Caesar salads <laughs> all the time. They have a Caesar side chat. That's right. We do have a Caesar side chat. <laughs> Hail Caesar. <laughs> God damn. Well, boys, we're about halfway through this amazing cigar. It's just getting better and better. Los Statos yeah. Deluxe. From Habana, Cuba, and uh, I, I'm. I, it's it's what a journey this is yeah. taking it, us on tonight. It's wonderful. It's amazing. It's it's different than when we first lit the cigar. It is. Right. Yeah, it honestly, I wasn't happy at all on the on the first light. Really? Yeah, I had a lot of grass. It was very grassy for me, but it is incredible now. I didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah, I Gra- just think grassy and spearmint a bit. Like I said, I just think as you smoke this, the flavors get richer and deeper. And yeah. it's got more body to it than when we started. And oh, yeah. this is right where this is, is mine. And I think most, if not all of our wheelhouse. Absolutely. Very happy with this. This is awesome. 100%. It is awesome. Special. I mean, so, Rooster, what, what are the chances that we can get more of this? <laughs> I mean, serious. I'm seriously asking. Like, does this guy Well, there's a lot of boxes out there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look at Rooster's face. I think that says it all. I don't think so. I mean, does he have more of the 10 packs? How many would you like? No, I don't. I'm not being unreasonable. Maybe I don't know. I can can send him a message. Yeah. This is really cool. So do you want to know what I paid for these? Yes, please. Uh, 45 a stick. That is less than I expected. Wow. I think that's a fair price. I think it's a fair price. Very reasonable. Yeah, I mean, not knowing. I mean, I had no expectations. I'm like, all right, you know. It's 1970s cigar, $45 we pay for, you know, a lot of other sticks we have paid like, you know, up there or yeah. more. More. And well, given that a brand new Sigla 2, which is about the same size of this, is now $52. Um, I'll smoke this over a Sigla 2 any day. Any same here. day. 52 bucks any day. And weren't the, didn't Sigla 6s I saw are two grand a box? Yeah, Sigla 6 is, uh, yeah. I mean, come on. 1900 Divided by 25. <laughs> it's absurd. They're 76 at minimum, yeah. 76 new. I mean, the Trinidad Fundadoras with some age on it, they're going for about $2,200 a box. It's obscene. Now. It's crazy. We bought those boxes for under Ugh. 500, 600. Yeah. The last, I think the last box I bought was 589. Yeah. Who would have known? It's crazy. Yeah. I should have wired all my money to someone in. Got all boxes of Trinidad's instead of to fucking my financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no joke. It's a better investment. Way better investment. Yeah. Uh-huh. At the time. I'm happy. I, I think I told you guys I bought that box of Cohiba Robustos right before all the price stuff went crazy. I think yes. I got it for like 700 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. It's like double that now. Yeah, wow. It's crazy. So I'm just going to sit on it. I think even got some of the guys who love Cohibas are like no mas. Yeah. You know, with it. And they've, they have what they have. They're going to sit on it. and They do well with age anyway. So, but yeah, the prices are, let's not talk about prices. It's depressing. It really is. I think we definitely need to explore more of these uh, aged, aged pre-embargo, super, super aged pre-embargo sticks. I do like the Roosters Connoisseur Corner a couple times a year. I think we should definitely do that because this is this is special. Now. Speak Absolutely. for yourself. I'm ready to live in Roosters <laughs> Connoisseur's Corner. The rent is unaffordable. <laughs> it is unaffordable. <laughs> I mean, for a special occasion, I mean, this is, this is know, great, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, I mean, come on, it's Monday. yeah it's a monday night well you know that's that well it is i mean look the the, when you when you when you share a cigar among friends it's it's uh well what's really more special than that i mean as you go through your life 
they're special moments. You get married, you have children, you do these things. Um, you win scratch offs, whatever. Um, <laughs> I've never won a scratch off. <laughs> I think I won like 15 bucks once. That was I it. got a friend, Ollie, he wins so many scratch offs, it's unbelievable. I got another buddy, he wins the, they do a daily lotto, like a three number lotto. He wins that thing all the time. Really? Yeah. I got guys who, win, who are so good with scratch offs, I can't even believe. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's pure luck. It's pure luck. But some people are just lucky. I can't believe how relaxed I am right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, this, this is this, shocking. The spirit is like. We're all just sitting here subdued. I know. Yeah, I know. It's wonderful. I know. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's because it's very relaxed and the yeah. whole entire combo. This, this, number, this number one meal combo. Yeah. Yeah, this is special. Uh, getting the band off is going to be, a, could be tricky. Yep. It's been on a long time. No, it's not. You'd hope the glue would not be as effective yeah, after 50 years. Ah, it well, fuses it, into it the fuses. tobacco. It, the, the band is, <laughs> look, it's typical. Like, it's coming oh, off in, like, dude, two layers. It's coming off in layers. Yeah. Cute. Oh, oh Ooh, brothers. careful. Mine's coming off real nice. Careful. This is not good. Careful. Got to be real, real, real I'm careful. I'm going to smoke through the band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it did not come off. No, I not, lied. Mine I spoke not, too soon. Mine will not come off. It's loose, but it's a problem. Hey, you got to be real careful. Here we go. Oh, it's taking a little wrapper. Yeah, mine took a little. Okay, I'm good. I'm out. I'm good. I'm off. It's crazy. You're just taking a bit of a, a tiny draw. It produces so much smoke. It's, it's so flavorful. It's, it's insane. Yeah, so now mine. For a little guy like this, huh? Mine's presenting a problem. Rooster. I have some yes, collateral sir. damage. What are you doing? <laughs> Your procurement skills are off the charts. Look, I mean, I had no expectations. I had no idea what this would taste like or smoke like. So I was just going off of somebody else's words, and, you know, I mean, I trust them. It is just getting better and better and better. You know the one thing I will say that I disagree with the, the, the note that we got from the guy you got these from? I don't know if I would like this in the morning with the coffee. I think that, I think that the kind of coffee I drink, black coffee, the really strong stuff that I drink, mm. I think it would way overpower this cigar, and I think the cognac's doing it a service. I think the the, the kind of coffee I drink would, would kind of like be doing too. Well, much. maybe maybe with a little cream in the coffee. So where like would a you cappuccino? Do I don't, do that. Or I don't do that. Where would you slot this in? Right where we're at right now is a special event. I'm not mm. having a big steak dinner or anything. Yeah, but an evening with some cognac. Amongst to me, to me, the biggest requirement for this cigar, as we've kind of detailed, is a situation like this where time. it's time. It's time, but it's also you're with a bunch of folks smoking the same thing, celebrating this 50 year old cigar. I mean, it is. It's just you know the way my mind works is just like you know think about it. Like 50 years ago, some human being was in Havana, Cuba, and rolled these cigars that were that we're smoking, put them in a box. They boxed them. They shipped them out. God only knows where, where they went around the world. Who had them for 10, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years at a time? I'm sure there's a huge back, I mean, backstory what is to this. The, what, yeah. like, it's just amazing to think about the journey that these cigars have been on to now be where we are smoking them together. Yeah, like who, knows how pretty many, crazy. who knows how many hands they've been in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Or how, far, how many times around the world maybe they've been. And how lucky we are that they were kept as well as they were That's and that right. they remain in this condition. Right. Well, a good thing they had cellophanes on them. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, kind of protects the cigar. Yeah, hell of a smoke. Yeah, this is special. I'm just shocked. I, I would truly smoke this any time of day. And I yeah. never imagined I would say that, especially with the note around having this in the morning with coffee. This would be very satisfying in the afternoon. And even an evening like this, this builds enough flavor the whole second way through. That's awesome. I'm very satisfied right now. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed there's absolutely no like coffee or cocoa notes? No. Right. It's all gone. It's pretty yeah. strong baking spice that I'm getting. Yeah. And, and the, t- the tobacco yeah. taste builds too. It does. It does really start to taste like almost. Which I love. Tobacco. Uh, just for this guy, it's yeah, great. Yeah, tobacco flavor. And actually salty. I think you mentioned that, Pagoda. I'm getting a little bit of that. Some salt, but. 
the cognac the cognac as it's sat you know now going what 35 minutes or whatever it's opened up in a really interesting way yeah you know my earlier comment about it overpowering the cigar i think the cigar like you said senator it has caught up in body and you know in flavor i think the balance now between the two pretty spectacular yeah yeah it's good man it's very good how many of these do you have rooster it was a 10 pack so he's got three left unless you smoked one yeah did you have one before the he's got four left was this your first one tonight yeah oh awesome okay bam's keeping count there's four (laughs) (laughs) too bad there's six of us (laughs) we'll get more and get more yeah, you got to be careful with the band. I did. There's some, I suffered some collateral damage, but what? You can't fault the cigar for yeah, that. The, no, you the, can't. The glue. I, the glue is tough. I actually yeah. slid it down all the way to the end to preserve the wrapper, so I'm just going to smoke it all the way down. So I, yeah. I'll say this: when I have that problem and I was able to get this off without any damage to the wrapper, instead of trying to remove it from the back where the glue is, when it's clear that it's just not going to give, I'll the easiest place to really peel off is the front of it like the bigger part of the wrapper right. of the band, right. catch, catch the edge. edge and just start tearing, and then the rest will just slide off that back. Mm. Yeah, instead of trying to undo the glue. Yeah. But it's still, it's not really affecting anything. It's just cosmetic. I mean, it's pretty amazing for a cigar to be like 50 years old and to still have this much flavor. It's, it's in incredible. Stick. In the last like it, third like here. What, what point... Do they start losing flavor? That's a great I mean, question. Is, is, do they, do sure. cigars, like, how long can they last? Yeah. I think the thing that amazes me most about that, I mean, this is by far the oldest cigar I've ever had, but I'm just amazed that the flavor of this, it doesn't taste stale or old. No. It tastes refined, creamy, everything you want a cigar to be. And why I say I'm surprised by that is because if you have a really old bottle of wine, you will immediately, if you had a 50-year-old bottle of wine that was built to age that long, you'll immediately know that yeah. it's a heavily aged bottle of wine. It doesn't taste anything like a younger bottle uh, of wine. I'm guessing ton of earth notes in a, in a wine that old. It's not even the earth notes. The, the wine just starts to change a little bit where you get this... Mustiness. Mustiness yeah. and, and acidity uh, that you'll know it's yeah. an old bottle. You'll get some great flavor notes out of it, but it's, it's just instant. It'd be right. almost impossible for you not to tell right. that that wine has sat for 50 years. Where with this cigar, honestly, if I did this blinded, <laughs> I would know that this has age on it. Yeah. But I would not never 50 guess. Because <laughs> I would just assume 50 years that it, you would just, it would almost taste stale or old and it just doesn't which is very remarkable to me about cigars. Yeah, I mean, I I would think after 50 years, it would start losing some of the flavor, you know? I mean, I think that can happen. I mean, I'm not an expert on the maturations, like the decline. I think there's, from what I've read, you know, they they can peak. I think they, like a cigar can peak at a certain point and then, you know, um, kind of decline uh, over time. Um, but, you know, I'm not an expert on, on pre-embargo cigars, uh, by any means. So no, it, it, it's all true. It can, but what's amazing about this is, you know, who knows when its peak was, who knows if it was now, who knows if it was 10 years ago, but I'm just impressed that there is no way that it, it hasn't hit its peak in 50 years. And so even if this is not its peak, it's, it's still, still damn incredible. Good. It's such a good cigar. Yes, yeah, really do. Really a hell of a smoke. You know, we need to source some like Davidoffs that are yes. like oh, pre, the 1980s. Pre, oh, yeah. pre-embargo Davidoffs. Oh, yeah. I see them you come know, up Cuban, sometimes. Cuban Jeez. Davidoffs, Please. those would be Absolutely. phenomenal. I mean, you taste the age on it. I'm just trying to parse it out. Like, is it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, really good for me. I'm at the end now. What's the oldest cigar you've had, Rooster? This is it, man. This is it. Puba, yeah. you too? Yeah, this is the oldest cigar okay. I've ever had in my life. Yeah. I'm, su- I'm surprised you didn't have this in 1978. <laughs> this is pretty close to <laughs> the year I was born. <laughs> After helping my dad mow the lawn. <laughs> I beg he'd you. Fight, he'd, drink, he'd drink Rolling Rocks with no shirt on, like 
the little, the little, the, the, the what are the you call them? Kids? The nips? The nips. nips. Yeah. The nips. Yeah. <laughs> I like that word. Yeah. The lawnmower broke. You remember those images of your parents when they would, when they would, uh, get angry and you think they're going to have a heart attack. Do you ever, you're scared as like a child. Do you ever? Do oh yeah. You, My dad's like shirtless like, with his short jean shorts on. Right. Right. Yeah. Just, just furious. And furious about something the, the, that there's like a he's belt, fixing. There's a belt on the lawnmower that went. Right. And yeah. like there's fear, you know, like you're like, is he going to die right now? Cause he's so mad. And you think he's so old. But meanwhile, he's like 44. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you just think he's like, he's like 38. And you're like, is he going to die right now? You know? He took a Briggs and Stratton lawnmower and he threw it in a tree well. And I just remember he like picked it up like the Hulk and just threw it in there. And he was so angry. And he went into the refrigerator in the garage and he just like pounded a rolling rock nip. And I was like, oh my God. He was all covered in sweat, shirtless. I was like, oh, oh, don't, please don't die, Dad. <laughs> And then the transfer of power happened. What do you mean? Well, then you came in and you became the, the man of the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't be so humble. Look these, at him. Uh, these things happen. Oh, yeah, these yeah. Things, <laughs> these things happen. Well, it's true. I mean, uh, you know, my brother, his, my nephew, my brother's son, is, is playing pretty good golf right now. I think he's going into his junior year. And uh, he's starting to beat my brother from time to time on the golf course, and it pisses him off. So that's the transfer of power. <laughs> that's right. Right there, you're going, uh, what the actual fuck is going on here? <laughs> it's called getting old. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's even you think about what we, you know, what this podcast is about and what we enjoy, cigars and, you know, nice spirits. I mean, it's so funny. I remember the first time my, my dad, who got me into cigars, once I had started to really take a deep dive into this and he's just sitting there, he's like, I never imagined I'd be learning, you know, about this more from you. You know, it's like, it just, the role is kind of the transfer power. The transfer of power, <laughs> transfer of power, power happens so deep that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's getting old sucks. Yeah. I wonder if I'll have a cigar with Bam Bam Jr. I think, I sure think it's going to sure happen. I think will. about that. Someday it will. He'll be corrupted that. at the right time. I hope yeah. so. I hope so. <laughs> sure you will. So, I, so let me let me ask you guys a question. So we had a little graduation party for my for my daughter just over the weekend. And we had a few friends over who are, you know, they don't really smoke cigars. They're not really avid cigar smokers. So I brought a box up, but I wanted to have a different cigar and give them something else. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and they noticed immediately. They noticed it right away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know... So I ended up smoking the same cigar that everybody was else was having. Avo no, it, it, it was it was actually the Poor Laranaga PL, you know, the yeah. uh, Petite Corona. It's a great cigar. And they're looking at me like, "Why are you smoking something different?" <laughs> <laughs> what did you give them? So I kind of like put it down. I say, "You know what? The one you guys are smoking is one of my favorite smokes, and that's what I gave you guys." So I'm gonna I'm gonna light this. How do you feel like when that happens? Hang on, hang on. Hang on. What you, did you give them? The PLPC, the poor so Lara Naga. What were you Corona. smoking then? I had the Padron 88. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I mean, uh, that's a big, that's a that's, big ball of cigar. Quite, the, quite I, the jump. I mean, it doesn't even look similar. You can't get away with that. Right? I can't. No, I you can't. could have got away right. with a D4 or a RAS or something. I don't think I would have because, because anything that's different, like they don't know what yeah, it is, right? It. Even mm -hmm. if it was a D4, they're like, you're smoking a different cigar than you gave us. Can I have one of those? So I'm like, well, you got to kind of graduate to that. Well, I, just, I personally believe. I would have just been like, no, you can't <laughs> enjoy the gift I gave you. <laughs> I believe in the guest humidor. I, yeah. I, I, I have given away cigars that I've regretted mm -hmm. because the person that I gave them to didn't get it and they right. kind of wasted it. Yep. So I, I am totally. Yeah, but this, this was a special occasion and I wanted to smoke a good, you know, like an awesome cigar. Sure. And to me, the Padron 80th is like the epitome oh. of, uh, no, that's the, you know, of cigars. The point, I, the point I'm making, though, is that I don't think that you should have wavered from it. You should you say, I, I can't give you this because you guys don't smoke cigars all the time. This will knock you around. Yeah. It's that hard. would have been it's, my excuse. So it's tough to say that to a guest. I've the been, it's I've a, been, was it kids? No, these, no, are, these are my, oh, these are adults. Oh, yeah. friends. Yeah. No, honestly, I think close, it's hard. Close friends. It's, I think it's I've, hard. I've been through this and it's not easy. 
which is why I think you just have to find like a balance of a cigar that yep. you love. You're not thrilled to give out because you know someone won't appreciate it the same way that you will, but it's also not a Padron 80th or a cigar that you're spending, you know, right. $30 plus a stick on. Because I know like they wouldn't appreciate that cigar. Right. And most of the guys, you know, they'll smoke it halfway and put it down or, you know, like light it like five million times in between, walk away and, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I, I mean, the, the cigar I gave them is a, is a great cigar. I mean, I love that smoke. Oh, it's awesome. So, but well, also you know, in fairness, I'm sorry. You're kind of a shitty guest if you're actually complaining about true. that. I agree. I mean, let's be this real. It's true. No, they weren't complaining. They were just kind of looking at me like, you know. It happens. You know, what are you, like, what are you smoking? What is that cigar? I'm like, well, this is a Padron idiot, so. Yeah, I like and Gizmo's point. You just say, you know, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a strong a cigar. Smoke. It's not for someone who doesn't smoke cigars very often. Right. You, just you say, oh, I, I really love the one you're smoking. It's not like it's bad. I smoke yeah. it all the time. I love it. But this, this, this one's too strong for you. But, yeah. one but I my have. strategy I when, when that move. situation arises is to smoke my first cigar the exact same thing with them. And I will finish that whole cigar light years faster than anyone else will, True. you know, because they don't smoke cigars very often. And then my next one, I'll light up something that is special that they're just not going to be able to appreciate. And there's no question because right. they're still on their first cigar. I'm yeah. on my next one. Yep. Yeah, that's a good idea. Good I'm surprised you didn't get acid. <laughs> <laughs> Java. <laughs> there was some flavor while, cigars While you, you watch like half the while it boats and half the cigar is smoking <laughs> in oh, one yeah. direction and the other half because they never lit it properly. Yeah. And the whole thing, that's the worst. I see that sometimes. I'm just like, wow. Hopefully wow. the FDA bans those next. They already banned Juul. That's got to be yep. next on their list. Yep. I hope so. Let's hope they come nowhere near cigars. Did, did they ban Juul? I yeah. see everyone smoking at it now. Yeah, they're, they're, well, yeah, they're not going around September, collecting they're done. you already bought them, but yeah. they can't sell going forward. Yep. Good. They're going to challenge it in court, and I would have to assume they're going to win because two other companies that make the same product they do, they actually allow it to sell. So mm. they have mm. to win that in court. Yeah, you I would, would hope. But. You would think. I mean, uh, you know. How much more stuff is going to get banned? It's just so odd. There's like needle, ex not to get political, but we got needle exchange. You can go, you can go buy a crack pipe, dude, and 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 a, and, and a syringe. Not even buy it. Like just walk in in New York City and like get that. I'm not even kidding. I, like there's no exaggeration. You can in, in L.A. You, major cities. You can just be like, yeah, I'd like some. I'd like some hypodermic needles and. And a couple of crack pipes. And they're like, yeah, this is free, you know. Rather have you do it safely. And meanwhile, you got people, they're banning Juul. Like, right. they're banning a So a, what are these a, people the going to do? Are thing? they going to go back to cigarettes? Thing. Like, what well, are the Juul no, they'll do? do? A, no, they'll do a special allocation. They're going to take nicotine out of cigarettes. But, like, the drug addicts will be able to get cigarettes. They'll be like, no, you can, you can, we got special, we don't, last thing we want for them is for them to. Go into withdrawal or do something dangerous. <laughs> Just, and they'll do a whole PSA about it too. And spend there's whole PSAs saying, you know, if you're if if you love, you know, we know that, you know, substance abuse is a problem and you're not alone. And I'm like, they're like the New York City Department of Health. I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on? But you can't have a cigar that you want. Or a, a jewel. You can't have a jewel. You can't have a jewel. Some things in this world are just backwards. Oh, so, gosh. You know. We're doomed, boys. Uh, something's weird. It's, it's worse than the West Coast. Yeah. Or California. Like you, you walk into like a, you know, let's say a Target. You want to use, use the restroom. They're closed. They're locked because they're doing needles in there. So they're like, no, I'm sorry. You can't use the bathrooms. Well, no, That's they crazy. just dump on the street in San Francisco. Yeah, People just do. drop trowel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really true. It's horrible. I have a friend who owns a business, or owned, he closed up shop during COVID, owned a business, and, and that was the first thing he had to do every morning was clean up the front steps of his business. So, I mean, I think more, I, I think I read Morgan Stanley moved the healthcare conference out of San Fran. They were having it out there. People are moving conferences out of San Francisco because people are just like, I really, I'd really would rather not go. Like, I, like you know, hard pass on that. Because, you know, who wants to see this type of activity? I, you know, not me. You know, 
hatchets, people with hatchets. What? <laughs> On the street? <laughs> New York City, you got people with hatchets. No. Like, what do you mean, hatchets, no? Hatchets, axes walking around? Ax, yeah, dude, axe people, throwing. Yeah, people just get like hit with axes, pushed what? on the subway. What do you mean, what? It's every day. People get hit with a hatchet. That's someone so you read, the, pick up the newspaper. Hit with hatchet, thrown on subway tracks. Michelle Go, God rest her soul. Deloitte, uh, just yeah. tossed on, a, yeah, on the tracks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The tracks you know, I've heard, the hatchet thing. Hatchet is, yeah. Oh, the hatchets. There's been a couple hatchet attacks. Just Google NYC hatchet. You'll get like, you'll get like eight hits. That's just crazy. hatchet attacks. Somebody got hacked a couple weeks ago. He was just walking along and just somebody came up and started hatcheting his arm and legs and stuff and oh really injured God. the guy. What? I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Wow. I'm not lying. Wow. That's it. Stay indoors and smoke some Stay pre-embargo in- stuff. <laughs> pre-embargo <laughs> stuff. And hoard jewel. Yeah. <laughs> Don't leave your apartment or, or home. Yeah. All right, boys. You ready to do the uh, formal liquor rating on the cognac? Yep. Remy yep. XO? I polished off two glasses of these. Neat. It's delicious. Smooth. I'm giving it a 10. All right. Flat 10. Pagoda. Fantastic. A 10. Excellent. You're supposed to say a 10. A 10. <laughs> a 10. A 10. He's too relaxed. For me, it's a 10. I'm, I'm so relaxed, by the way. <laughs> Senator. This is easy. A 10. I'm the same. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm at a 10 all day. It's ridiculous. Amazing spirit. Oh. Amazing spirit. Yeah, I'm at a 10 too. 10. 10 right. for me. 10. Oh, I don't need to do the math on that, boys. Wow. A 10.0. That's crazy. On the Remy XL. Wow. Fantastic. That's the highest liquor rating we've ever given. Absolutely. Wow. It's fantastic. That's some of the best spirit I've ever had. I think the Hibiki is right underneath, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's different. This, very is, well. this is, like oh, this is yeah, totally different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're coming to the end, boys, of the uh, of our cigar tonight. Well, the it's Stato's gone. Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> What are your uh, final thoughts before we rate it? I mean, it went right down to the fingers. It's yeah. right to the end. Yeah. I, I, I found it to be a spectacular cigar. Yeah, special. Special. Yeah. I, I hope we can, I hope we're able to at least get one more each. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. I guess we'll see. You guys ready to do the uh, formal lizard rating on this thing? Yeah, we'll try to source some other sticks. Please. That are, please Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. All right, Rooster, you're up. Um, I mean, this was a great smoke. With so much age on it, with with you know still such complexity and balance and smooth, smooth, smooth smoke. So I'm gonna give it a ten. Excellent, Puba. It was really good. <laughs> I'm wavering. I can um, see that. <laughs> I'll give it a ten. All right. Wow. I'm gonna give it a nine, and I'll tell you why in a second. Senator, this is. This is tough. It was very difficult. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm wavering like Puba was, and obviously between a 9 and a 10. I'm going to go with a 9. Mm. Pagoda? Yeah, this, uh, this is tough. Uh, I'll go with a 10 because I really enjoyed it uh, more than I thought I would. Um, and the, you know, the history behind it and... Um, the environment and and even today, like it was so relaxing when we came. We felt that it was just a special evening with the cognac and the cigar, and um, it's just a ten. It's a night of the ten. Yeah, I'm giving it a ten. I have never had a cigar that started the way this did, and ended so incredibly. I mean, that journey was fantastic. Never, I've never experienced that. Ten for me. It's got to be the highest rated cigar. One of it. I mean, one of. One of. Yeah. Composite Lizard score, boys, is a 9.7. Mm. It's right there with the shark, I believe. Incredible. Yeah. Um, Incredible. Yeah, I mean, that's a perfect rating for it. Now, here's the reason why I didn't give it a 10. is because I'm thinking about the other stuff that we're probably going to start diving into here as we got, we got into the danger zone. Yeah. And I can't imagine that a Davidoff from the 80s or an old Upman or an old Partagas, Lucy... You know, I kind of have to. Ha- I kind of have to think like, this is the first cigar I've had, kind of in this in this way. In, in excuse me, of this age. All right, you know, so, so I, that's I'm that's kind of yeah, where so I'm at. I got to take I'm issue a little, with that. Yeah, I do I take too. issue. Go I, ahead. I'm going to start, that's and I argument. actually gave it a nine, and I, I really don't like the reason that you gave it. Go ahead. I agree with Senator, and I have um, my own reasons. Th- 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 look, I, I think it. We we cannot review a cigar saying that we think 
something that we've never had before and we have no idea what it will be like. We just assume maybe better. So we're going to rate it lower because of that. I don't think we should be in the business of that at all. I've had, well, I've had better cigars than this. Well, that, that's a legitimate read. Okay, that's what you should have led with. I've had better that's, cigars that's, than that's this, but I'm, I'm looking at it from the age standpoint being a really, really special factor in this. Mm. And I'm saying that, okay, this is the first one I've had here. I just need to, I kept that in mind, but so, I've had better cigars than this. So early on in our podcast uh, careers here, I, I started when I was ranking my cigars internally, I was comparatively looking at other cigars and how they ranked with the cigar that I was smoking. Maybe four podcasts, four recordings ago, I stopped doing that. I want to, I'm ranking cigars based on my experience right now in this chair in this room, right here. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm eliminating uh, all of the other cigars we, for yeah, me. That's me. Which is fine. I'm so okay. The cigar, I was teetering between a nine and a 10. And the reason being is the size. So the size of the smoke for me, I just need a little more. So, for example, we, we reviewed an Upman 14 recently. Yeah, or the, yeah, from 2014. Uh, for me personally, like, even though I gave that a 10 and I gave this a 10, I like that cigar better. But I'm not benchmarking the two because it's like you can't really compare them. I think for the size of the cigar and for, like, what it was, it really delivered a lot. Do I like it? Like, does that deliver a better experience for me? Because it's just that's what I like. Like, I lo it's the size of the cigar was small. I don't know what it was if it was a Petite Corona or even smaller. A Parejo. A 40 per by Parejo. 40, 40 right? by so 4 and 7 eighths. For me, the only reason why I was maybe teetering on a 9 wasn't because of the delivery, was, wasn't because of the taste, wasn't because, it's just really more the size of it. Like, it just, I needed a little bit more. It's not as big of, you know what I mean? It's just, totally. it's hard to compete. So I'm not, I'm not, as Grinder would say, racking and stacking like this. But I think for what it represented to me, I gave it a 10 for what it was. Um, and that was it. So it was a hard, if I was to split hairs and do decimal points, it'd be a different thing. So I, I would just say this. I, I think for, for me, when I'm rating any cigar, I'm not literally ranking every single stick. I think that's yeah. a useless exercise, but there, there, you, you have to compare to something. And, and the comparison that I always make is if I give something a 10, it's something that if I could only have a few cigars, like that's, I, I crave that cigar. And I loved so much about this stick. But does this deliver the amount of flavor that if I could craft this cigar myself and have someone age it for right. me for 50 years, does it deliver the amount of flavor that I would typically crave and be looking for? No. Does it deliver just enough that it's unbelievably satisfying, which yeah. is why I still gave it a nine? Yes. And so, you know, cigars, I'm going to give a 10, like a shark, like a Padron 80th, mm -hmm. like that Upman 2 uh, 2014, I yep. did give that a 10. I would reach for those. If, if those three were there and this, that's just more the flavor profile that I'm craving and looking for. So that's the reason that those get a 10 yeah. and that this got a 9. It's yeah. just it's a flavor totally issue fair. for me. Yeah. It's not that there was anything wrong with this cigar. That's how it was designed to be delivered. Right. Right. But just for my palate, personally, a cigar that's a 10 has got to have a little bit more you know, a little more power to it for me to really get it that excited. We're yeah. also splitting hairs and nine is an elite score. I'm glad no you said question. that because it's I feel like that it's an elite score. Nine or 10. I think they're both like, yeah, they're right there. You'd love yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And this, this is a surprising cigar, which is why I gave it. A it was an absolute it took me by surprise. Absolute yeah. I mean, surprise. I, I just, I just feel like each and every cigar that we smoke should be rated on that particular stick that you're smoking. I'm heading more toward that. Not comparing it to the other sticks because you could have, like we had the Upman number two, 2014 club. You could have another Upman two that's not gonna smoke the same. So it's gotta be rated for what it is on that day and that particular time. I agree with I that. I agree, which is exactly why we did that Lub 14 Upman two on another pod, we should certainly do a younger Upman uh, yeah, two at some point, ones, right? right? Our rating may be different. I think. That's what's fun. You know, I think we've talked about, are we going to run out of cigars to review at some point? <laughs> no. That's impossible. Yeah. Because the years make such a difference and the experience is different. And I think that's what's going to be yeah. fun. And, as but honestly, a young Upman, too, the ones that we shared, guys, they're, they're so good. Yeah, they're the 18, delicious. What do we have, 18s or 19s? Oh, they're awesome. Yeah, they're great. And, you know, every single one of us in this room kind of has their own favorite 
profile, like flavor profile yep. that we look for in a cigar. So this might hit every single, check every single box for someone, but not for somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It could be the size. It could be that's right. You know, it could that's be right, the age. It the could size be, is a di- makes a difference. I mean, it's just like it was just a little diminutive in stature for like it was small. I mean, it was a smaller smoke. I wish and it was for a me with this. With, that's why it was like teetering. You know, it was a little bit like uh, yeah. Should I give it another ten? And then when I thought about the context of it, I was like, you know, I did smoke it down all the way. It was very unique. It was very good. So well, that's so. why that's why the, the the score that it got, the average score is yeah, nine point seven, which is I think perfect for yeah, that. Uh, but having unique. said that, you know, there's some La Gloria Cubanas that we have had, like number twos or number fours or number threes with a lot of age on them. Incredible. Yeah. They're small ring gauge cigars, but they have so much flavor. Incredible yeah. So much. I mean, I was blown away the first time I had the LGC number four. And that's, that's a, a that's little a, smoke. That's a that's little a, that's smoke. That's a 38, that's a, I think. 38, 38 ring gauge. It feels like a cigarette in your hand. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that it feels us, like that, that but, the, the, but the flavor yeah. that you get out of that yeah. is, yeah. you know, I was, I was absolutely blown away by that. Well, listen, I so. think a 9.7 on this cigar tonight, boys, is perfect. I think it's an absolute... Strong, strong recommend. Yep. Obviously, it's going to be very hard to source. If anybody out there can find it, please do and send them to us. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think uh, I, I, what a special night. What a special cigar. And the cognac was fantastic, too, Puba. I mean, what, what a revolution. What, what a revelation cognac has been for me and for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just amazing. Awesome. All right, boys. A 9.7 for the Los Statos Deluxe Delirios from Rooster's Connoisseur Corner. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Keep smoking. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, loungelizardspod, P-O-D. That's loungelizardspod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week.